You are watching Christ's Commission Fellowship. Changing lives for eternity. Praise God sa pagkakataon na to that we can continue our series on life goals. Alam po ninyo sa atin po, ato, naniniwala po ako that God desires for us to be successful. At hindi ito yung success na naintindihan lamang ng tao, kundi yung success that will last for eternity. Kasi yung karamihan pong napapag-isipan ng tao na success, eh hindi ho yung success na pang walang hanggan eh. Yun lang po'y pansamantalang ano yung parang parang karanasan, no? hindi ho ganun ang hangad ng Diyos. Pag-isipan nyo mabuti kung gano'n ho ka-painful ang buhay ng maraming tao. When they were younger, they're trying their best ano po, to, to be better sa kalang buhay. Tama ba? No, habang bata ka, trabaho ka, trabaho. At sa pagtatrabaho mo, umangat ang buhay mo. And they call that, in this world, successful. Tama? Diba? Parang gumanda yung buhay, nagkaroon ng maganda, tumaas yung standard of living, ganyan. Ang problema, tumatanda ka. Pagtanda mo, nandun na yung standard of living mo and normally, hindi ka na makapag-produce as much as you are able to produce when you were younger. Di ba? Andun na yung matinding fear. Paano na to? Tapos, andun na yung feeling na parang useless. Ganyan. Kaya marami pong matampuhing may edad eh. Di ba? Hindi ko sinasabing matampuhin sila lahat. No? Meron, marami. Hindi ko sinalila lahat. No? And, Kaya minsan naisip mo, parang paano na yan? Eh, kaya isipin nyo kung hindi ho yung si God, yung eternity ang nakikita, obviously you will end up also frustrated. Nakuha ninyo? Sino, ganyan yung pain ng mundo na to. Kaya nga ho, when God, and somehow, ang ganda ho ng pagkakasummarize si Pastor Peter ng totoong definition ng success. At ito pong sabi niya, becoming all that God wants you to be. Alam nyo, isa sa pinaka-importante yung maintindihan natin, when God created us, He created us uniquely and for His purpose. Tama? And we, He wants us to be like Him. Kaya nga, we were created in His image. Kaya nga lang po, we, have, we are fallen creatures, nahulugo tayo, nagkasala tayo, so nasira ho yun, yung image na yun. Kaya ang ginawa ni God, ni, pumunta si Jesus to save us, at tinan nyo ang kanyang purpose, that we might become that we might conform into the image of His Son, Jesus Christ. Kaya nga, the more we get to know who we are before the Lord, the more we get to understand, ito pala yung image ng Diyos. Kaya maging sa family last week, kung naalala nyo yung discussion natin, for example, as a family, kunyari, lalaki, you are a father, so at least you know that you are to become a father like God. Ayan, like the way God behaves, the way God deals with His children, Tapos ganun din ho yung pagdating sa ano sa nanay o di ba yung as a wife you are to submit just as the church submits to to the Lord di ba So yun yung idea that we would become what God wants us to be to be like Jesus wherever we are and obviously it's doing what he wants us to do and when the time comes that we are face to face with him we would hear him say well done good and faithful servant So last week po diniskas natin yun about succeed in family relationships. Okay po ba sa inyo yan? Okay, good. Now, tanoyin ko po kayo. Being in a family, sa relationship, di ba ang sarap po nung yung masarap yung masaya kayo, di ba? Masarap po yung makita ninyo that you are really, ano parang you are close to each other. Yung hindi po nagtitiisa na lang. Ay, marami po kasi mag-asawa, nagtitiisa na lang eh. Parang wala na tayong choice eh. Alang-alang sa mga bata, sige na, magsama na tayo. Eh, parang ganon. Meron naman po mga bata, parang, oh, kung di lang kita kapatid eh. 
Hindi kita titiisin eh. Parang gano'n. Eh, eh, ang lungkot to, hindi gano'n ang design ng Diyos. Alam nyo, ang ganda-gandang tingnan po yung gantong klaseng buhay, tama? Yung gantong klaseng pamilya, maayos, yung bahay natin maayos. Pero alam nyo, itong malaking problema, we are living in a world full of imperfection, living with one another who are also imperfect, and it's so fragile, it's so easy to destroy. Ay, naku. Ganyan ang ating buhay. Ang daling masira. Di ba? Di ko alam. So, paano natin ito bubuuin? Di ba? Paano natin ito aayusin? And obviously, tayong lahat gusto rin natin ng ganun. Yung sana hindi na masira. Sana hindi na, hindi na mag-iba ng ganyan. Tama? And alam niyo bang ganyan din ang heart ni God? Tingnan niyo po. To sum up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit. Tingnan Not returning evil for evil. Ibig mong, pag ginawa ka na masama, wag mong gantihan na masama. Or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead. For you were called, tingnan mo, anong panawagan natin? For the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. Anong hangad ni God? That you might inherit, magmana ka ng pagpapala. Ang ganda, no? Now, tingnan niyo po. Sabi niya, for the one who desires life to love and see good days, para mangyari yan, must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Hindi nyo ba napansin kahit sa pamilya, ang dalihong masira pag nagsisinungaling ng isa para ang hirap na magtiwala, tama? At pagkatapos, hindi lang ho yun. Nagsisimula tayo magtawagan ng mga pangalan. Katulad ng mga tawagan, pag mag-asawa, nag-aaway na, bruha ka, bruho ka, demonyo ka, demonyito ka, parang ganyan, di ba? Nagtatawagan ng mga pangalan, masama pa, piglang sabi, kamukha ka ng nanay mo, ala, alam, kagulo na, di ba? Then, sabi nga nun, dapat nga, he must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek what? Peace and pursue it. Sabi nga, if you really desire, if you are really honest to see life as in life, and good days ahead. Anong advice niya? Seek peace and pursue it. Iwasan mo speaking deceit. Iwasan mo yung, di ba, speaking evil against its other. Alam mo, speaking evil, di lang naman yung nagtatawagan ng pangalan eh. Yun lang, i-chismis mo yung ibang tao sa iba, parang siraan mo ibang tao, magsalta ka naman bagay na ikasisira niya. Kahit sa isip mo, hindi mo naman yun ang intention mo, parang ganyan, di ba? What God is telling you to guard your lips. Tama? Gusto mo ba ng ganyang buhay? A life with good days. So, what are we to do? This is the principle. Embrace restoration. Pakasayang sa atin mo, embrace restoration. Dapat, hindi na lang natin i-embrace yung love. But at the time na medyo nagkakasiraan tayo, at the time na nakakasakitan tayo because we're imperfect people, let this be in our mind. Embrace restoration. Wag na wag tayong papayag na masira yung relationships. Alam nyo, kasi yung relationships sa pamilya will also be reflected in the way we relate with other people. Nakuha niyo? Kaya nga ho iba sa atin, hirap sa opisina kasi may mga sama ng loob sa magulang na hindi mailabas-labas. Sa magulang pagharap niya parang walang problema pero deep within may hurts, may pains na dala-dala. Yung iba naman po, pagdating na nag-asawa na sila, dala-dala pa rin nila yung mga hang-ups nila from their parents, hang-ups nila from their relatives, hang-ups nila from their siblings, hindi na ma-release-release yung bangkal ng ano, parang they were imprisoned by hatred, by bitterness. So, hindi yung maaayos yung pamilya, kaya 
the idea is embrace restoration. Bakit po? Kasi unang-una sa lahat, kaya ho ito importante, reason to this, sabi ng Panginoon, a home filled with strife and division destroys itself. So can you imagine, kapag sa pamilya pa lang, malgulo na, dadali mo pa sa labas, so if the home will be destroyed, the whole nation will be destroyed, everywhere you are, you will be destroyed. Kaya you must embrace restoration. Pakasabi ko sa katabi mo, embrace restoration. Ibig sabihin, this should be our default. No matter what happened, our default should be to embrace restoration. Nagkakanidihan. Bakit? Tingnan nyo ha, para ma- maintindihan na natin, tatlong C na hindi natin maka... C, C, C. Para kung hindi ka mag-C-C. Okay? First, you need to understand the cause of conflict. Kung alam mo ito that this is the cause of conflict, you need to be aware and to beware and to be cautious para alam mo pa paano mo i-handle yung issue ng conflict. Hindi masama ang conflict, it is but natural because once you nagkaroon ng conflict, sometimes do sa conflict lumalabas ang better person or the better side of us. Kanya lang, if we wrongly handle conflict, it will destroy us. Kasi sa totoo lang, iba-ibang ating, ano, we are full of differences, tama? And obviously, magkakabanggaan yan. Different backgrounds, magkakabanggaan yan. But that is not supposedly parang to destroy us. Dapat, it should build us up. Ibig sabihin, yung conflict na intindihan mo, dapat aayos ka rito. But you need to understand, ano ba yung cause that brings us to destructive conflict? Now, ito po yan. Sabi ni, sabi ni James, ang ganda-ganda. Sabi niya, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from local? Your desires that battle within you. You want something, but you don't get it. So, ano pa lang ka? Sabi niya, you'll never understand peace if you are not at peace within. There is a battle going on inside you. Ano bang pinaglalabanan natin na yung gusto ng Diyos laban sa gusto natin? Tama ba? Minsan yung gusto ng ibang tao, kahit alam mo na, na yung gusto niya tama, pero yung gusto mo, pinaglalaban mo pa rin. There's a battle within. Then, then may battle within, hindi ka makapagbigay-bigay. Now, kaya nagkakaroon ng away. Now, listen to this. Itong battle within na ito, crucial ito. It is a challenge between serving God and serving our own desires. Uh, at tandaan nyo ito, ha? Kaya ang pinakapurot dulo, not allowing God to be the center of our life, will always cause us disharmony. Ulitin ko. Kapag ka nagkaroon ng disagreement ang mag-asawa, for example, Kapag hindi sentro si God sa pag-uusap, awa yan. Kasi ang problema natin, we are idolatrous by nature. Bakit? We are meant to serve God. Ang problema, since we have taken God out of the picture, we are serving ourselves. Kaya may salitang idol. Kaya nga warning na ng Diyos from the very beginning. Do not make any idol and serve them. And normally, ganito lang choice yan. Kung gusto ng Diyos, laban sa gusto ko, Anong paglilingkuran ko? If I serve what I want, what does it mean? I am serving myself. I am the center of the universe. Napansin niyo ba kahit pamilya, magkakaway, mag-anak, ang pakiramdam niya, Nay, kung talagang mahal niyo kami bilang mga anak niyo, pakinggan niyo kami. Sino sentro? 
Eh, kami. Ako. Ganyan. Sabi ng tatay, Hoy, anak lang kita. Oh, sino naman sa entro? Siya naman. Tama. Pasok naman si Kuy, si Danay. Ang hirap naman sa inyo. Laki niyo lang akong naapin. Ano, Diyoko, katulong. Di ba? Iba rin ang drama niya. Pero ano nangyari? Sentro pa rin sarili. Tama ba? Pasok si kuya. Hoy, kuya ninyo ako. Makinig kayo sa akin. At papasok ang bunso. Mga kapatid, ako ang prinsesa ng bayang ito. Ang mga hari trena ay nasa ilalim ng aking kapangyarihan. Pasok si bunso eh. Ako ang special. So everybody wants to be the center of the world. Kaya, paano magkakaroon ng kaayusan yan? Kaya talagang lahat yan, unless you put God at the center of your family, you'll never fix the conflict. Kahit sa trabaho, you will push your own way. You will always put yourself at the center. Hindi ako papayag. Alam nga nila ako dito. Kaya whenever you think of your right, every time you think of justice, you're always thinking about yourself. Andiyan pa ba tayo? And obviously, you're not embracing restoration. Okay, you need to understand, ano bang cost ito? Ako ba talaga sentro dito? O si God? That's a choice. Kaya nga, itong amazing. If you understand that, itong common counteractions para to conflict. Kaya lalong lumalala kasi ginaga, kumbaga, ginagatungan natin yung ating sarili. May conflict na gagatungan mo pa yan. Gagatungan pa yan. Aba, inaapin nila ako? Hindi ba nila alam kung sino ako? Diba? Laging gano'n yung sinasabi. Kilala mo ba kung sino ako, ha? Kahit sa labas, mapapansin yan. Kapag ka nagkagit-gitan, aba, ginit-git. Kilala mo ba kung sino ako? Kawawa. Eh kung ikaw, ha, hindi niya alam kung sino siya. <laughs> Para magkakagulo na nga ito. Pati siya, hindi niya alam kung sino siya, eh. Diba? Kaya wala na. Mag-away na yan. Now, ito ang counteraction. Siyempre, ang tendency natin, to win it at all costs, I have to win. Ibig sabihin, hindi ako papayag na matalo sa argumento na to. Hindi ako papayag na matalo sa sitwasyon na to. Kailangan panalo ako rito. Tama? Eh hindi pwede yan. Bakit? Yung iba naman, huwag na lang, iwas na lang tayo para walang gulo. Kaya ang default ng iba, iba, if they are not to embrace restoration, they will always avoid you. They will always withdraw themselves. Kahit sa mga D-group, makikita mo yan. Kasi it's a D-group, a church, it's a family. Ang tendency mo, parang hindi na ako aatin, hindi na ako magpapakita. Hanggat kaya mong iwasan, iiwasan mo. It becomes your default because you're not embracing restoration. Kaya ganun din sa mag-asawa. Ay, hindi na ako muna ako uuwi. Hindi na lang muna ako aaga na uuwi kasi magulo lang sa bahay. At saka yung mga anak ko, ay, nainis ako sa kanila. Ayoko na muna magpakita. So you withdraw. Para wala na ng gulo. Alis lang tayo dyan. But that's not the way to handle it. Yung iba naman, sige na ako, ano gusto nyo? Sasabit na ako, wala na reklareklamo. White flag it. Ibig sabihin, I surrender. Bahala ka na. Basta susunod lang kami kung ano gusto mo. Wala naman masusunod dito kung di kayo lang. Pero sa loob-loob, kalit-kalit ka, parang, parang gusto mong, ano, parang gusto mong sirain lahat. Di ba? Parang nagkumukulo yung dugo sa loob. Parang ganyan. Pero, sige na, kayo na lang masunod. Parang wala nang gulo. Susunod. Eh, hindi yun ang gusto ng Diyos eh. Okay, okay, okay. Win-win. Ah, let's compromise. Let's compromise. Di ba? Kaya yung iba, nagkano, hati tayo. Sa yung freezer, akin ang rep. Win-win. Di ba? Parang wala nang gulo. Di ba? Basta, yung damit. Anong, basta, pag Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, oh, MWF, ikaw sumot. Basta, TTH ako. Okay? Pero laban mo, ha? <laughs> so, minsan, ganun ang ating isip. Let's compromise. Again, it's still not a good idea. But you have to work it out. What is the point? 
Ang gusto ng Diyos is to work it out. You grow in the knowledge of Jesus. You grow that you become like Him. And I grow. Kasi hindi naman laging tama tayo eh. We need to also see, and we need to also, sometimes we need to also be humble enough to admit, I'm sorry. Diba, bilib na bilib ako sa Japan. Diba, may mga train yan. On time yan eh. Eh, one time, humingi ng tawad yung train station sa Japan. Humingi ng tawad, bakit? Kasi dapat darating siya ng 7.44. Dumating siya ng 7.43. And 40 seconds. Earlier by 20 seconds. Earlier by 20 seconds. Humingi ng tawad, please bear with us for the inconvenience we created for coming early. Ibang klase. Ito walang excuse, excuse. We need to improve. Sa atin, mahalata mo kaagad na hindi tayo marunong sa ganyan. Puro excuse. Pasensya na kayo, sira ang bagon. Kaya maglakad kayo sa realist na ito. Wala ba yung willingness to admit we're wrong? Ganun din sa pamilya. Oftentimes, walang willingness, lalo na mga tatay. Sorry ah, kami mga tatay, ganyan kami. Ang hirap naming tumanggap ng pagkakamali. We really say sorry. Tama? Ang, ang gagawin? Oh, sige, ito na po kayo mo. Mahan ka na. Ano? May reklamo ka pa ba? Wala tayong problema, ha? Ano yun? Mag-sorry ka naman! <laughs> Ibig sabihin, you fixed seemingly the external, but you did not fix the heart. So when you work it out, you must be willing to humble yourself. You must be willing to see yourself in the light of God, not in the light of the people around you. Yun ang challenge ng Diyos. If you are to embrace restoration, what do you want? You have to work it out. You have to work it out. You have to really figure out what should I imp- where should I improve? What should I do? Now, ito po yun. Pasensya na kayo. Ito yung mahaba na parte. How to clear up the conflict. Now, listen to this. If you win your family, you win the world. Nakakadinihan. Bakit? Once na ayos yung pamilya, tiyak ako, being the basic unit of the society, you are fixing the world. Okay po? Most of us, we want the world to change. And we will change the world. Ang problema ko, kahit anong effort mo, kung yung pamilyang palang sira, wala rin. Kaya we must start from there. In fact, even for us pastors, that's the challenge. Sabi ng Bible, if you cannot manage your household well, how can you manage the household of God? Okay ba yan? Now listen to this. Yung pamilya, hindi lang yung pamilya mo. You are part of a bigger family. The family of God, which is more important. Kaya sabi ng Bible, do good to all men, especially in the household of God. So sa madaling salita, meron kang D-group, meron kang church, you have to fix that relationship too. Kaya nga, minsan hindi mo maayos kasi hanggat hindi ayos dito sa puso, mahirap ang kasataas. Now, paano magagawin yan? You need to have a change of behavior. We need to understand our behavior. Sorry ah, sabi ba? Behavior. Mahaba-haba itong outline natin. Behavior. Now, listen to this. Be part of Christ's body. Mamaya ipapaliwanag sa inyo. And treat your concern to God and has over the real problem. Now, mas, oh, dami, paano ko may memorize? Don't memorize. Just learn the principle. Arrange a, a peace conference Visualize reconciliation. Initiate giving in to the other's interest. Overstep your own pride. Ask for help. And resolve to stick it out. 
resolve to stick in the relationship. In other words, don't give up. Pang idea, if we are one, in one body, meaning say, walang sukuan. Okay? Even in marriage, listen to this. Yung mga dalagat, binata, before you enter into marriage, put this into your mind. Wala nang iwanan. Okay ba yan? O, may mga asawa, pakita sa kamay. May asawa. Okay. Wala nang iwanan. Sabi ng iba, eh, iniwan na ako eh. No. Paano kung iniwan ka na? Embrace restoration. Paano? Mamaya, you feel first, you need first to restore yourself. It will be part of Christ's body. Let's talk about this. Isa-isa hinatin. Be part of Christ's body. Be part of Christ's body. What does it mean? Tiba sabi ng Bible, as part of the same body, our anger against each other has disappeared. For both of us have been reconciled to God. And so the feud has ended at the cross. Now listen to this. If you are a Christian and you believe that you belong to the body of Christ, you have no reason to give up your relationship. You have no reason not to embrace restoration. You have no reason na nagtitiisan lang kayo. Because you belong into one body. Kaya ilagay niyo na sa utat, teka mo na, I belong to Jesus Christ, and if Jesus Christ is the head, and I'm part of the body, I have to please the head, then I will fix the family. Di ba? Hindi ba pwede? Tulitin ko ha, ang default mode natin is not to destroy. Ang default mode natin is to restore. Now, imagine the children. Your default mode is to not to run away or to run away and say, I give up my family. No, your default mode should be to restore and to embrace restoration. Nagkakadinian po? Kaya walang layasan. Hello? Nagkakadinian. Maraming mga bata, ayoko na. Hindi, mabalik ka. If you understand that you belong to the body of Christ, kaya nga itong problema, to some of us, we thought it is just a religion. No! It is a relationship. You have a new nature with Jesus. You belong to Him. You need for it to be part of His body because once you're part of the body, and so the feud has entered at the cross. Tignan sabi ng Bible. Here is the good news. When, yes, we are in conflict almost every time because we are different from one another. But look at the words. Because we belong to Jesus, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. If you have not experienced Jesus' love yet, obviously you cannot pass it on to anybody. Andiyan pa ba kayo? Kung totoong naintindihan natin pagmamahal ni Jesus, sabi ni Jesus, magmahalang kayo, kapareho ng pagmamahal ko sa inyo. Kaya kung wala yung pagmamahal ni Jesus, religyoso ka lang, pero hindi ka nagkaroon ng bagong pagkatao. Kaya maraming mga Pilipino, we call ourselves to be the only Christian country in Asia, but we are just Christian by religion, but not by relationship with the true King of Kings, the true Christ of the living Christians. Nagkakanidihan po. Kaya pakasahin sa tabi mo, huwag ka lang maging religyoso magkaroon ka ng totoong relasyon kay Jesus. Kasi yun ang idea dito. Eh. Kasi imagine, you are to love one Look at this. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another. Ano po ang ID natin na malaman kung Christian nga tayo hindi? You love one another. Paano ba magmahal si Jesus? He gave Himself up for the church. 
eh tayo po ang concept ng love natin, malayong malayo sa Bible eh. Kasi ang concept ng love ito, sacrifice kagad eh. You give yourself up. Dama? Eh sa atin, tinayang, manood ka sa TV. I love you. Bakit nahalik ka mo siya kagad? Kasi kung talaga mahal niya ako, kikisya sa akin. Then he, she will satisfy my lustful desire. No? Eh, hindi ka na. Dapat, mahal kita, titiisin ko lahat ang nararamdaman ko. Dahil gusto ko tang ihatid sa altar ng walang bahid, walang dumi, dungis, at walang anumang kulpot. Nakakadidiyan po. Kaya naalala ko when I was, ano po, when, I, when we were, ano, during our wedding, umiiyak ako eh. Kaya niloko lang ako, napikot ka ba? Hindi. Kasi sa totoo lang, I know who I was. And sabi ko, masama ang bala ko sa kanya eh. Pero sa awa ng Diyos, naihatid ko siya na walang dungis o kulupot. <laughs> Parang blameless before Christ in the altar. Bakit? Eh, yun ko lang naintindihan ng totoong pagmamahal eh. Because we're not capable of really loving. We're selfish people. Hello? Nagkakadidihan? Kaya nga naalala ko yung sabi ko nung isang sabi ni, pa, ni naalala ko ito na, sa isa sa mga preaching ni Pastor Peter. May kinakounselan sila na parehong babae nagsasama. Sabi niya, do you really love her? Yes. How much do you really love her? So much. That to the extent that you're bringing her to hell? What? Amir, kung talagang mahal mo siya, you don't want her to go to hell because of your wrong relationships. Alam niyo, because of that, iniwan niya talaga. They separated because they love each other as Jesus loved them. Alam niyo, minsan di natin naintindihan, minsan parang mahal kita, hindi kita kayang bitawan. Pero kung talagang mahal mo yan, hindi mo siya itutulak sa impyerno. Okay ba yan? Marami sa atin ganyan eh. Mahal ko ang lalaking ito. Bagamat siya may asawang iba. Pero mawawat, mamamatay ko mawalan siya. O, di ba? Kung talagang mahal mo, ibalik mo siya sa asawa niya. Ibalik mo. Gamit ko na eh. O, lalo ibalik mo. <laughs> Hindi na mag... Nakuha niyo yung sabihin, ibal, ano ka ba? Kung talagang mahal mo yan, ilagay mo siya sa tama niyang kilalalagyan. Hello? Kung ikaw naman yung may asawa, eh, wag mo naman kalad ka rin pa sa impyerno yan. Diba? Yun ang sinasabi ng Diyos eh. Now, tinan niyo po ang sabi ng Panginoon ha. Panalangin niya yan. Tinan mo, that all of them may be one. Just, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The relationship, the change in their attitude, in their love for each other, that will declare that I am indeed the Savior whom you have sent to save this world. Pero kahapang yung pamilya pa lang, they claim to be Christians, hindi maayos-ayos, paano lang mapapaniwala ang totoo si Jesus? Naku ha? Kaya nga, kahit ako, pag di ko nakita yung mga anak ko maayos sa isa't isa, kinakabahan din ako, baka hindi ito Christians ha? Naku Hindi pa pwedeng, Christ, they claim to be Christian, they attend the service, tapos hindi maayos, parang wow, hindi pwede yan. No, tingnan niyo po, sabi niya, therefore, tingnan niyo ha, if you are offering your gift at the altar, and they remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go and be reconciled to them. Then, come and offer your gift. Anong lagi naisip natin? Nene, basta ayos ako sa Diyos. Hindi <laughs> ka ayos sa Diyos, hindi ka rin ayos sa iba. Tama ba? 
Eh, sabi niya, Lord, bago ka mag-offer, di ba, imagine niyo, if they came from Galilee, traveling to Jerusalem, kasi doon sila nag-offer sa Jerusalem, it will take them six-day walk. Papunta lang ha, six-day walk. Halimbawa lang, pagpunta niya doon, mag-o, asin kapatid ko? Nako! Bakit wala? Nagtampo! Napagsabihan ko dahil sa offering. Sabi ng Lord, o, bitawan niyo muna yung offering. Bumalik, Papal! Six days ako maglalakad. Papalik pati 12 days. <laughs> eh, ang init-init yan. Desierto yan. Nakabaka. Ano ka ba? Are you crazy? Ba'na sabi ng Lord, balik ka muna. Eh, minsan nga, tayo-tayo na lang eh. Bago mag-service eh. Sa so, bahay, gawin. Ang tagal-tagal mo, late na ako. Ano ka ba? Diba? Eh, kasi naman, ako pa nag-aayos dahil. Ako nagtatanggal ng mga saksak. Ako pa, yun, iluto, iniwan mo. Ano ba yan? Sabi, mga anak mo, tatamad! Tapos, magkagalit ka, maglalakad niya mula sa parking, magkahiwalay. Pagdating dito, Holy, Holy, the Lord Almighty. Wow! Diba? Parang, away ng away, left and right, pagkatas, oh, ano, parang tayo naglulukuhan. Alam niyo nga, minsan naalala ko, naalala ko, mapipreach ako sa Muntinlupa. Kasama kasawa ko, habang nandang ko, nag-away kami! Di pagdating ko sa sa, sa sa ano sa pulpito late na pagdating ko sa pulpito magpi-preach ako pray tayo iyak ako iyak ako sabi si pastor anointed ako hindi nag-away kami ng asawa ko kailangan bumalik sa kotse matawarin mo ako <laughs> kasi magpi-preach na ako di ba minsan kakatawin parang wow man daming maganyan kami mga pastor makasalanan din kami kaya ko hindi lang si God nako di ba Pati sa driving. Di ba? Mapaalala, Lord, you are the center of this life. Kaya I praise God because of Him, He can change us. Amen? Kaya nga, once you're at a peace with the Lord, ayaw mo naman ding mahiwalay ka, Lord. Ayaw mo rin naman malose yung peace na yun eh. Kaya naman, you don't want also to pass on the same turmoil and yung gulo sa puso sa ibang tao. Kaya yun yung sinasabi ng Diyos. Kaya minsan, eh, Okay lang tayo, we serve the Lord, we worship, the, pero galit tayo sa kapwa natin, galit tayo sa kapatid natin, galit tayo sa ibang tao. At iba sa atin, hindi naman ako galit, pinatawad ko na, pero ayaw natin makita ang mukha, pag nakita natin, kumukulong dugo natin. Tapos ang sabi natin, hindi ako galit. Ayaw ko lang siyang makausap. Anong ibig sabihin ng reconcile dyan? As if nothing happened. Parang walang pain na nangyari. Grabe, no? Yes, you have to regain the trust, but it doesn't mean that you are to close the door. May mga tao sa akin that they need to regain the trust, but I never close my door. Kasi ang gusto ko pa rin maayos, I want to see them, I want to talk with them, I want to discuss issues with them, because your remote, or the default mode should be embrace restoration. Nakakanin yan. Now, kaya sabi ng Bible, kaya hindi lang yung malaman mo kung anong gusto. For what the law was powerless to do it, eh, to do in that it was weakened by the sinful nature. There must be a change of nature. As that the mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit, look at the words, is life and peace. 
Kaya ang default mode ng Christian, they always to restore. They always to, re- to, to fix the relationships. The sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. Kaya ang tao na hindi sa Lord, they will never even consider reconciling. And even if they do try, lagging what they can get from it instead of what they can offer. Yun ang sinasabi ng Diyos. Kaya sabi ng Bible, since you are already chosen people, holy and dearly loved, close yourself with what? Compassion, kindness, humility. Naalala niyo pa yun? Kukai who? Naalala niyo ba? Jen pa, befo? Humility, gentleness, patience, bear with each other, forgive whatever grievance you may have against one another. Bakit? Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Kapag nakalimutan nating makasalanan tayo that God saved us, and our relationship with God is simply because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, it would be so easy for us to be judgmental towards others. It's so easy for us not to forgive other people. Nakuha? Remind ourselves we are also capable of doing worse than other people could do. Okay? Nagkakanida tayo, tinasabi ng Lord. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. Kaya ulitin nga, kaya, now that we are called to peace, ano sabi ng Lord? Embrace restoration. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. Anong default mo natin? Restoration. Si Jacob Desazer was a pilot po of America during the Second World War. Medyo na ano po siya, na, nahuli siya, to make the long story, nahuli siya sa China, sa, occupied by the Japanese. At pinahirapan po siya doon. He was tortured and he hated his captors. He hated those people who took him. Kasi POW siya eh. Na sobrang galit niya talaga. Sabi niya, gaganti ako sa inyo, gaganti ako sa inyo. And one time, can you imagine 25 months siya doon ha? And one time, during that 25 months, nag-request siya, can I just borrow a Bible para lang mabalik ko yung sane, yung sanity ko? And nung nagbabasa ng Bible, nako naging Christian. Then he realized that he needed the Lord. If you confess the Lord, if you confess Jesus as the Lord and believe in your heart that He, he was raised from the dead, sabi ganun, you will be saved. This, yun ang kinawa niya. And sabi, eh, pagtuloy niya pa, overcome evil with good. Yun ang utos. Overcome evil with good. So to make the long story short, he was willing to forgive these people who captured him. And to make the long story short, na, 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 ano siya, napalaya na siya. Kasi na, sumuko na ang Japan. Meanwhile, ito naman po si Captain Fushida. Ito si Captain Fushida, siya po ang nag-utos na pasabugin ang Pearl Harbor. O, naintindihan niyo na kung ano pinagagawa nito. Kaya yung word na tora-tora, yan ho yung, ano, talaga birahin niyo na. Torpedo, bomb, bomb bomb yun ang ibig sabihin ng tora-tora. Hindi yun yung tora-tora na yun, yun natin ginagawa ng salang, ano, saranggo lang wala sa lugar, ganyan-ganyan. No? So, pag sabi niya, tora-tora! Di ayun na. So, ito si Fushida, to make the long story, pinasabog na yung Hiroshima at Nagasaki, they surrendered. And si Douglas MacArthur, sabi niya ganun, you need to answer all the war crimes you have committed. Galit na galit siya, sabi niya, what war crimes are you talking about? War is war. Obviously, talagang dapat, ano yan, pahirapan yan. So, nagkataon, nakita niya yung kanyang, kasi yung kanyang, ano, yung isa sa mga 
ano, engineer ng kanyang barko. Ang pangalan ay hindi ko maalala, kaya tutitinan ko, ha? Si Kazuo Kanegasaki. Sabi niya, Kazuo Kanegasaki. Pinahirapan kanila, di ba? Obviously, gera to eh. Nung nahuli ka, you were captured. Obviously, pinahirapan kanila, no? Pinahirapan kanila. Sabi niya, hindi. What do you mean, hindi? Kasi ganito yan. Itong si Peggy Colwell, sabi niya, ito to, tumbatan to. When we were captured, sila ang nag-alaga sa amin, mga prisoners of war. They treated us as her own brother. What? Parang hindi niya maintindihan. Bakit? Ano bang kwento niyan? Itong magulang niya, sila, missionary sa Japan in 1939. And nung nagkaroon ng gera, pinapunta nila sa Amerika itong mga anak at silang dalaway mag-asawa pumunta sa Pilipinas. And they were captured. At nung na-capture sila, pupugutan sila ng ulo. And alam niyo sinabi ng mga magulang, can we pray for you before you behead us? Pupugutan ka na ng ulo? Pag-pray mo pa yung pupugot? Ano pag-pray mo? Panginoon, unahin mo ang ulo nila. Ganon? <laughs> hindi Ang prayer niya, Panginoon Diyos, iligtas mo sila na itong ginagawa hindi na naintindihan. Yan pa yung prayer. So, sa madalit salita, nagtataka itong si Puchida, sabi niya, how could these people do this? Hindi naman sila maliligtas ng kanlang, ng, sa tabak, sa kanlang prayer. But, pero paano na nagawa yun? Can you magpapatayin ka na at peace ka pa rin and you're still loving your enemy? Hindi kaya yan ng ordinaryong puso. Kalmaliba na lang, meron kang spirito ng Diyos. Ngayon, ito na. So, hindi maintindihan ni Fusida, sabi niya, malapot to. So, nagkataon naman, habang siya nagmumuni-muni sa Sibuya, dumating naman ito, yung kanyang pamplet, nakabasa siya. I was a prisoner in Japan. Pinaliwanag ni Jacob Disaster na pinatawad siya ng Diyos, kaya mahal, mahal niya itong mga tao nito. He wanted, naging missionary siya. He wanted to reach out to these people. Wow, kaya hinanap niya, sabi I need to know the God that they're serving. How could they forgive? How could they love their enemies? Nahaba nagbabasa si Fushida, nabasa niya sa Luke, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. To make the long story short, Captain Fushida came to know Jesus Christ himself. At dahil doon, he became a missionary. He became a pastor, evangelist in Japan. Kaya nagsulat siya ng pamphlet niya from Pearl Harbor to Calvary. Why? Because Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Amazing. Friends, listen to this. You can never allow or you can never be a have you can never have a default mode of embracing restoration if you are not restored to God himself. Kaya akala nila religion, attend ka lang, be a member of CCF. No, it will never it will never change you as a person. Only the spirit of Christ. Only when you submit to Jesus Christ. Kaya nga hindi mo ihahangarin, patawarin ko asawa ko, hindi na, ng babae, ha? Hindi, imprecatory prayer. No, the Lord will destroy him. Lord, ito ang amazing sa Diyos. When you pray, you pray for their salvation. Naintindihan? Kasi we understand. Natinan niya po. Now, we can entreat our concern to God. We can now pray to the Lord. Tinan mo sabi ng Bible, you quarrel and fight, you do not have because you do not ask God. The moment you have, you are reconciled with God, God is giving you the right to pray, to ask Him. May issue ka? Meron kang problema that you cannot, 
deal with, you cannot understand each other, then bring that to prayer. Away ka ng away, bring that to prayer. May kaaway ka sa opisina, subukan mo, pag-pray mo palagi. Pag hindi inayos ng Diyos. Naalala ko, naalala ko meron pong, ano meron akong kaibigan, nagkalit sa akin, I was sharing the gospel to that person, nagkalit! Pagkagalit niya, sabi niya, ano ka, yabang-yabang mo, yabang-yabang mo, kasi sabi ko na, si Jesus Christ lang maliligtas, hindi sa pang uh, ginagawa niya, kalit na galit! Yabang-yabang mo! Tapos ting, makikita ko siya, uy, kamusta ka na? Hey, yabang ko sa'yo! In front of everybody, pinapahiya ako. Eh, dito na, nagpray na ako, Panginoon Diyos. Ganito po action ko eh. Lord, tampalid mo ng pagmamahal mo. <laughs> Kasi love yan eh, love. love na? Lord, yakapin mo siya ng iyong pag-ibig. Sabi Lord, vengeance is mine. Lord, wag na po, wag niyo na pong gantihan. Kasi pag ginantihan niyo ito, kawawa ito, wala itong kinabukasan. Ya, Panginoon, abutin niyo po siya. Please, makilala ka niya. Alam niyo, for some reason, on that very same day, pagkita namin, biglang nag-abot ng sulat. Sabi niya, forgive me for what I was doing with you. Sabi niya, I could not understand, I could not sleep, and I realized that your God is true. I want to know Him. Friends, you pray to God. Yung asawa mo, pag-pray mo, Pastor, ang tagal ko nang pinagpe-pray. Hindi talaga nagbabago. Relax ka lang. Mamamatay din yan. But you keep on praying. Don't give up. Now, after praying, look at this, has over the real problem. You need to see the real cause of the conflict. Ano sabi ng Bible? Why then do you look at the speck in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the log in your own eye? Take the log out of your own eye, own eye first, and then you will be able to see and take the speck out of your brother's eye. Sabi niya, alamin mo muna ang problema mo. Yung talagang problema, minsan we keep on pointing fingers on other people. You are the cause of this conflict. You are the problem that's coming. Sabi niya, Lord, stop that. Remove first your problem. Isin niyo, hindi natin kontrolado ibang tao, tama ba? So, di unahin mo na yung ating sarili. Lord, ano ba dapat ko magawa? Ano ba saan ba ang kamali? Minsan kasi, tama naman tayo. Pero may tama rin tayo. Maintindihan niyo ibig sabihin nun? Kasi minsan, tama yung pinaglalaban mo. Mali ang paraan ng pagsabi. Mali ang paraan mo ng pagkakadeliver. So, nagkakaroon ng tama. So, away kay lalo. Kaya dapat, alamin mo rin, saan may problema? Ano bang, bak- normally tayo mali. Naalala ko yan kasi kami mag-asawa on our first year, nakwento ko na sa inyo, di ba? Selos siya ng selos. So, selos na. Sagot, Lord, baguhin mo na siya. Nainis na ako. Hindi ko na ito kaya. Ano sagot ng Diyos? Ikaw naman may kasalanan, hindi naman siya eh. Baguhin mo siya. Problema mo, magbago ka. And oftentimes, that's our problem. We always see the problems of other people, but we fail to see our own problem. Tayo madalas may problema. And bukod pa doon, at least tayo kontrolado natin sarili natin. Sila hindi eh. Di ba? Kaya sabi ng Lord, alisin mo muna yung muta sa mata mo. Ang, ang lungkot nga rito eh. Tingnan nyo ha, bago mo tanggalin yung muta ng kapatid mo, tanggalin mo muna yung troso sa sarili mong mata. Troso! Isipin mo, paano ka pa makakita? Troso! Sabi ko, grabe si Lord. Yung hindi natin naintindihan, ang laki ng troso natin sa buhay. Ang dali natin makita, muta mo, muta mo. Excuse me, troso yan. Nakikita mo, hindi muta, troso. Di ba yung troso, may mata rin yun eh. Akala mo mata ng kasapatid mo yan, troso yan sa mata mo. And you better fix your problem first. Don't try to fix other people, you fix yourself first. Nakakatindihan? 
Now, tingnan nyo, sabi nga na isa, no, when other fellow acts that way, pag ganyan siya umarte, ang pangit-pangit. Eh, pati ikaw? I'm just expressing myself. Diba? Ganyan tayo eh. When others fellow is set in his ways, alam hindi nagbabago yan, no? Talagang ano na yan? Obstinate na yan. Hindi magbabago na yan. Wala nang pag-asa yan. Pag, eh, ba't ikaw? Firm lang ako, firm. Di ba, napansin nyo? Ang sabi niya, when other fellow does not like your friend, hindi ko gusto yung kaibigan mo. Ay, yung ibang tao, hindi ko gusto kaibigan mo. Sabi sa'yo, prejudice ka! Pag ikaw naman hindi may gusto sa kaibigan niya, ah, I'm just having just a good judge of human nature. Ganyan tayo eh. We always think we're always better than others. Now, I don't need to read everything, but it's sabi niya, when the other fellow spends a lot, he is wasteful. But when you do the same, you are just generous. Crazy, no? Ganyan ang sakit natin. Diba? So, the Lord is telling us, excuse me, will you please hash over the real problem? It's not them, it's you. Kaya sabi nga, bago magturo ganyan, ilan nakaturo sa atin? Yung iba naman, kaya ka ganito na ako magturo eh. <laughs> ang laki talaga ng problema mo. <laughs> now, listen to this. So, after this, arrange a peace conference. After realizing the problem, arrange a peace conference. Ang sabi ng Bible, if you remember your brother something against you, leave your gift in front of the altar and go at once to make peace with your brother. Mag-uusap kayo. Kasi ulitin ko, the idea is not just to, ano yung parang magkasal, hindi, fix it, learn from it, grow from it. Kaya, go at once to make peace. Yung ibig sabihin ng peace, parang walang masamang naganap. Parang go back to the very original relationship. Restored, ganyan. So, ito sabi ng Bible. Kaya, when you do that, choose the right place, choose the right time. Huwag kang padalos-dalos. I got, remember, si, si ano, Pastor Jean. I don't know if you're familiar with Jean Getz. Si Jean Getz, pastor siya sa US. At, Itong pastor na to, amazing, no? Parang, one Sunday morning, while he was preaching, after niya mag-preach, may bumulong sa kanya, pastor, yung kaibigan mo, missionary yun, businessman na ngayon, nako, iniwan ng asawa. Iniwan ng anyang anim na anak. Kung ikaw yung nakarinig, anong gagawin mo? Yan na nga sinasabi ko, eh. Walang accountability. Yan na nga sinasabi ko, eh. Walang kwet. Talagang hindi maru, hindi Kristo diyan. Hindi ganoon. Ang kanyang attitude, agad-agad sabi niya, ha? Ganun ba? So, sabi niya, pupuntahan ko hindi ako makapaniwala. Pinuntahan niya ngayon bahay. Nako, kita niya yung mga anak ko from young to the teenager, sub-sub, iyak na iyak. Tapos yung kasi sumama sa iba bahay niya na yung asawa ng kapitbahay nila. So, talagang sama. Tapos yung asawa naman ng kapitbahay, lasing nandoon. Talaga sa niya, we need to talk to him. We need to talk to him. So, pinuntahan nila. Pinuntahan nila sa opsina. Pagpunta nila sa opsina, sabi niya, eh, laking mama. Sabi niya, Brad, you know that we love, hey, get out of my place! Eh, glass yun, di. Siyempre, kita ng mga tao yun, kita ng mga, mga empleyado. Get out of my place! Sabi niya, no, you, we will not live this until we talk with you. You know that I love you. We know that, you know that I love you. Kasi sabi niya, and we don't want you to fall into the trap of this sin that will destroy your life and your future. Sabi niya, hindi kami aalis dito. 
Di ba? Gusto mo, itulak mo ako sa pader. Gusto mo, durugin mo na lang ako. Hindi ako aalis dito. Yun ang sabi ng pastor. Can you imagine yung heart ng pastor? Eh, siyempre, para hindi, alam niya, kita niya hindi aalis. Sige, magkita lang tayo sa labas. Hindi kami aalis. Kailangan mag- Sige, sige, mag-usap tayo. Nagpunta sila sa isang restaurant, doon sila nag-usap. At pag-usap nila, alam mong mahal na mahal ka namin, hindi kami aalis dito. Hindi. So sabi niyong lalaki, sige na nga, sige na. Kailangan mo magpa-counsel. Kailangan mo humingi ng tulong. Kailangan mo, sasamahan ka namin. Hindi, huwag mo, huwag mo hayaan masira ang pamilya mo. So to make the long story short, they att- he attended a counseling with the wife at sinamahan pa sila ng pastor. And after six weeks, hindi na sila nakita kasi nga, sila na lang on their, on their own. On the sixth week, pumunta sa service, holding hands sa sila. Mag-asawa. At yung malaking mama na yun, nilapitan siya at niyakap siya, iyak siya ng iyak. Kasi hindi siya sinuko. Kasi dun yun natin yan. Itong pastor na to kaya sabi niya, every time I hear that story and the pastor is telling that, sharing that story to, to so many people, the guy would weep and sabi niya, thank you for saving my life. Kaya ito yung idea. You need to choose the place, the time, and don't ever give up on that person. Nakuha natin. Kaya ho, minsan, ay, sawa na ako sa asawa ko. Apat na base niya akong dinaya. Oh, Ron, dapat. Huwag kang susuko. Huwag kang susuko. Nagkakanilihan? As Christians, we understand. This is so, their lives are so precious. Okay? Choose the right place. Choose the right time. One time, yung asawa ko lumapit sa akin. Isa sa mga sakit ko noon talaga, medyo matas agad yung boses ko. Sabi, bigla tumakas yung boses ko. Eh, asawa ko, bigla tumahimik na lang. Makyat. Tulad ng isang lalaki, mayabang, ayaw mangintawad. Habang nagpa-plancha siya, binuksan niya, binuksan ko yung TV. Sabi ko, yung ganda, tinan mo. Para kunwari, wala nangyari. Eh, alam mo naman, paggalit ng babae, nag-speak in tongues yan eh. Nagsasaltayan ng mga wika na hindi mo maintindihan. Eh, nagpa-plancha. Tanong, lalapitan mo? Well, timing is everything and the right place. Pag lumapit ako, baka matunog ako. Di ba? Kaya intay, intay. Pagkatas mag-plancha, nilapitan ko, sweetheart, sorry. Speaking tongues na naman. Lord, give me the gift of interpretation. Di ba? Pagkatas nun, naglalit ko sa kanya, sabi ko, sweetheart, sorry na, eh ayaw pa rin. Sabi ko, Lord, anong gagawin ko? Kamali talaga ako. Kinantahan ko na lang, sabi ko, anong kailangan kong gawin upang mapatawad mo? Yan! Yan ang gusto ko, maglinis ka. <laughs> Friends, kapag may kasalanan ka, you are always at the mercy of the one forgiving you. Tama? Kaya buti pa. The person you offended, you are at His mercy. You are at her mercy. Okay, you choose the right place and time. The Lord is willing to fix you. Now, listen to this. When you embrace restoration, you need to visualize reconciliation. Ang inisip mo, hindi masira, hindi mapatunayan kung sino tama, kundi mapatunayan, maayos, ma-reconcile yung dalawa. Tama? You visualize it. Now, listen to this. Kaya, kaya pa nag-uusap kayo, avoid comparing. Eh, bakit yung iba? Yung iba, nakikinig sila. Ikaw, ikaw, walang ganunan. Gayahin mo si ganito. Si pastor, gayahin mo. Walang ganunan. Stop comparing. Avoid comparing. Avoid condescending. Parang minamalit mo siya. Ang hirap naman sa'yo, yan lang malita. Yung pinalalaki mo. Walang ganunan. Do, avoid condemning. As in, wala ka nang pag-asa. Hindi na ka nang nagbabago. Yan, yan ang iwasan mo. Avoid contradicting. Hindi, ang hirap naman sa'yo. Mali ka eh. Hindi tama yung nakikita mo. Wag. That is his reality. Ibig sabihin, in everyone's conflict, in any conflict, may kanya-kanyang reality yan eh. Hindi mo pwedeng kontrahin yung reality niya. 
No? Then stop commanding like saying, oh, bu- kung talagang nagsisisi ka na, gawin mo to. Walang ganun. Or confusing. Eh, ginawa mo rin to nung dati ah. Ito, magbibigay ka ng ibang issue. Stop. Avoid doing that. As in, avoid challenging. Huwag mo, kung talagang totoo ka, challenge mo, patunayan mo. Walang ganunan. You know why? Because the fool who provokes his family to anger and resentment will finally have nothing worthwhile left. Huwag mong itulak yung taong magwala. Huwag mong itulak na masira yung pamilya. You visualize reconciliation. And friends, by then, you are to give up. Be willing to give in to others' interest. Not your interest. Kasi si Lord nagturo niya, each of you should look out not only to your own interest, but also the interest of the others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ. Be humble enough. Nakilalanin mo si God. Like kung kalagang kay God ka, you would be willing, hindi naman to i-insist ko pa yung gusto ko. Ano yung makabubuti sa ating dalawa? Okay po? Nakakandidihan? Now, ang ganda nito, minsan hindi maayos. You need to overstep your own pride. Ask for help. Ask for counsel. Kasi sabi ng Bible, conceited people do not like to be corrected. They never ask for advice from those who are wiser. Be willing to ask for help. Hindi ba samang humingi ng tulong, magpa-counsel, we belong to one big family, to church. Hingi kang tulong. Paano ba to? Pastor, paano ba to? Kung hindi pastor, D-group leader o D-group leaders, puntahan ninyo. D-12 leaders, lapitan ninyo. Be humble enough. Kasi pag mayabang ka, masisira ka lang. Alala ko tuloy yung leon, sabi nga nun, I am the king of the jungle. Bulumapit sa unggoy. Sino ang, who is the king of the jungle? Ikaw. Wala, ikaw lang. Tapos lapit sa, 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 ano, sa usa. Who is the king of the jungle? Ikaw lang, ikaw lang. Lapit sa elepante. Who is the king of the jungle? Kinuha siya ng elepante. Binagabalibalibalib. Bog, bog, bog. Tapos bog. Luray-luray na sabi niya. Kung hindi mo alam ang sagot, huwag kang magwala. <laughs> Kasi alam niyo, pagka ikaw conceited ka, ikaw lang masisira. Tinasabi naman, if you refuse to learn, you are hurting yourself. Naintindihan po? And finally, listen to this. Resolve to stick it out. In other words, don't ever give up on your relationships. Don't give up your degree. Don't give up, you know. Don't give up love. Kaya itong sabi ng Bible, listen to this. Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time, we will reap if we do not grow weary. Now, just for us to understand this fully, let's watch the testimony of Pastor JP and Sister Ruchi. Ito po yun. My wife and I often stand as godparents in many weddings. In those moments, I can only hope and pray that the new couple will not go the same painful route we did. You see, we too once made our vows when we were young, bright-eyed, with the purest of motives, the grandest of intentions, the loftiest of hope. But just as the Titanic sank on her maiden voyage, so did ours on our honeymoon as our fightings began on day one because we were sadly ignorant of God's design for marriage. I was a young Christian and Ruchi was a product of Evangeligao, meaning I shared the gospel, she accepted, and we thought that was all that was needed to ready us for marriage. We married in 1992 in the U.S. and settled in my parents' house in Cavite 
because I considered renting a waste of money. However, this was clearly not aligned with the biblical counsel that man shall leave his father and mother in order for the two to become one. It was also bad enough that I uprooted someone raised in the U.S. and settled her in a place far removed from family and friends. But what made it worse was that my business was in Makati and a normal day meant me coming home past 10 p.m. In short, I was a typical husband who thought that my obligation was simply to provide materially. I was emotionally detached and callous to the deep emotional needs of a wife who was profoundly scarred by a dysfunctional past. My husband was a big disappointment. He was not the solution I thought he would be. After all, I got married to escape the unhappy family life I had in the U.S., and it was my expectation that marriage would make my life complete. Admittedly, I also didn't know how to be a wife. In my mind, I was a princess and thought my husband was there to make me happy and complete. But JP also didn't know how to be a husband. He was so busy that at times when I wanted to speak to him, he would tell me, don't talk to me, I'm working. I felt very lonely and longed for love and purpose. Then, heaping mistake after these mistakes, I also went against my parents' advice and allowed my wife to go to medical school if only to keep her busy and for her to meet new friends. And meet them she did. In school, I was overjoyed at the new friends I met and the new experiences that came my way. So because of this newfound freedom, after my first year of medical school, I left my husband. I left because I felt neglected by him, I felt unloved, and I felt very unimportant. I just wasn't his priority. I was lost, very angry, and looked for love and importance. All that I wanted and needed, I didn't find in my husband. Devastated and confused, I did what many naturally do. I went forum shopping for advice. Many well-meaning people, Christians at that, told me that it was okay to divorce since we were married abroad. She was the one who left anyways. Everyone deserves a second chance at happiness and other things that I wanted to hear. But God's providence surrounded me with those who told me what I needed to hear. Pastor Nathan Lee told me that it was a life, I was at a life-defining moment. So my decision better be aligned with God's will. Pastor Danny Perez reminded me that however else I decided, I should make sure that I had a clear conscience with God. And Pastor Peter challenged me with this perspective. He said, okay, suppose you divorce your wife and remarried. So you're happy for 5, 10, 20 years. Then what? He added, JP, I love you. And whatever you decide, you will not have a problem with me, but you will have a problem with God. All these words of godly wisdom given about 20 years ago, I still remember as those spoken just yesterday. So instead of simply doing what seemed right in my eyes, I chose to get deeper into God's word and began growing in my personal relationship with him. And while Pastor Peter took time to disciple me, his wife, Diona, was working on Ruchi, often inviting her to their home so she could see how God designed families to interact with each other. And she also encouraged me to keep the doors of reconciliation open. I remember saying, okay, but only that much. 
That I did by picking Ruchi up from her dorm near UST and having her spend the weekends with me in my condo in Makati. But even those times were hellish, as she would always fight with me. I'd fight with JP because I blamed him for our failed marriage. I hated my husband so much that I didn't want to look at him nor even have him brush up against me. But admittedly, the one thing I liked about my husband was that he loved God. There was something so different about him, and I wondered how come he was okay and happy while I was so miserable. I was enjoying the single life, but I was a wreck. JP, on the other hand, had joy and peace, and I wanted what he had. I remember one time asking him why he allowed me to treat him badly and take advantage of his hospitality. He told me that he could not stand the thought of me spending eternity in hell, so he was standing in the gap so I wouldn't fall through the cracks. Fast forward four years to December 31, 1999. We were having lunch at Glorieta, and in tears, Ruchi asked for forgiveness. I remember the prompting, this is an opportunity to destroy someone or to build someone up. I was also reminded, how can you refuse forgiveness when you yourself have been so greatly forgiven? With that, I reached across the table, held her hand, and we were reconciled. How is it possible to be forgiven this way? I simply cannot express the unmerited joy such forgiveness brings. My sin was so great that God's love and grace through my husband becomes so overwhelmingly precious. So with such forgiveness, how can I refuse to forgive JP and others as well? In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, the Apostle Peter reminds us that his followers are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, so that we may declare the praise of him who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. To declare his praise today as we close this month is significant because last April 4, Ruchi and I just celebrated our 26th year anniversary. And what we testify to you is what God can do with broken lives, broken dreams, broken hearts, and broken relationships. Today, I serve as a pastor in CCF, and Ruchi is my ministry partner. Together, we are engaged in God's work of reconciling people back to Him and to each other. Our burden is to share God's word and to mentor others that they might not suffer the consequences of disobedience as we did. And while we all know that God's word is a light to our path, may each of us also learn to walk in faith and obedience to those words in the short time that he gives each of us to prepare for eternity. God, our heavenly Father, deserves all the glory. Let his family praise him. Thank you. Amen. Praise the Lord. They asked for counsel. They were, first, they were reconciled with God. They did. Why? Because God is at work. Because they embraced the idea of restoration instead of breaking up. Napansin niyo po, maraming tao, sabi niya, tapos na yan, give up mo na yan, walang kwenta yan. Kasalanan naman niya yan eh. Now listen to this. Ito sabi ng Bible. Tinan niyo ha, if you think you're right, brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual, sino? if you think you're the one right, should restore him gently. 
but watch yourself or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. What is the law of Christ? Love one another as I have loved you. Friends, alam nyo, kanina may lumapit, ano pastor, yung asawa ko, nahuli kong may kasawa. Alam mo, simple, wag mong labanan, wag mong itulak. Kung hindi yan nakakilala kay Jesus, ikaw ang paraan para madala mo sa Panginoon. Lahat ng tao normal, ah, ganun ka, napakawalan. Itunutulak mo lalo eh. Then you are justifying His action. Dapat, pagdating niya, pakainin mo. Kumain ka na ba? O ito, kain ka. Niluto ka ng paborito mo. Di ba? Pagod ka, mamasahihing kita. Mukhang gamit na gamit na yung katawan na to sa iba. <laughs> ano mo yan? Pero, eh, pastor, dilugi ka naman. Hindi. Sa langit ka naman eh. At baka mahala mo, halukahin ng Diyos ang kaluluwa niya at biglang, ba't ko niloloko, asawa ko, napakabait sa akin. Di ba? Eh, pastor, paano ko hindi naging ganun? At least, pinasaya mo siya bago siya mapunta ng impyerno, no? Naintindihan niyo po. Kapatid, isang bagay lang. We joke about it. But the truth is, can we really imagine a person to be in hell? Hindi naman tungkol lang to sa buhay natin sa lupa eh. It is the life that we're trying to save them from eternal damnation. Nakakaintindihan. Para kang talo, pero panalo ka kay God. Naintindihan po? Kaya once we learn to forgive as Christ forgave us, it is to set a prisoner free. And oftentimes, that the prisoner was you. If you don't forgive, you are being imprisoned by bitterness, by grudges, by pain, and God wants to deliver you. Kaya anong challenge ng Diyos? Embrace restoration. Understand the cause. Understand the common counteractions. Avoid the others. Itong importante, learn to understand your behavior. First, be part of Christ's body. If you are already part of Christ's body, then be reconciled with God so that you can do the rest. And treat your concern to God, has over the real problem, arrange a peace conference, visualize reconciliation, initiate giving into the other's interest, overstep your own pride so that you can ask for help and resolve to stick it out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hindi ko alam ang totoong kalagayan sa pamilya. But don't settle by just being together. But the relationship is dry. The relationship is just bland. You see, God wants you to have a thriving relationship. A relationship that reflects the love of Jesus to His Father and the love of the Father to His Son. A relationship that will really exemplify the love that Jesus wants us to experience and the, the love that God wants us to extend. Kapatid, how is your love towards others, towards your family, your own spouse, your own children, your parents, your relatives, and the people around you. May you allow the love of Jesus to overflow from your heart that they may experience that same love that they too would desire to be with Jesus and to pass on the same joy of being with Him to other people. 
You win your family. You win the world. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, I thank you that you know every one of us in this room. We cannot hide anything from you. And we thank you, Lord God, your desire is for us not only to have, not only to be together at home, but for us to exemplify the love that you have started in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, that whatever you have started, you will perfect it. And by your grace and by your mercy, allow us, Father God, to magnify you in our lives, in our relationships. That's not about us anymore. It's all about you. That we can really declare with all, of our, with all honesty and with all confidence that I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Father God, thank you. Lord, may you use us too as a family to reach out those who are lost, those who are bound to hell, that they would be delivered, O oh God, because they would see the reality of your Son, Jesus Christ, in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We, all, we pray for every member in the family. They may have taken advantage of us, but thank you, Lord, they can never be able to take advantage of you. Lord, I pray to allow us to overcome evil with good, knowing, always remembering, Father God, that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities, dominions, and powers. Lord, allow us to win, to overcome evil, to always overcome evil with your grace, with goodness. Thank you, Jesus. We love you because you first loved us. And allow us, Father God, to pass on this love to every person we meet. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you and good night.